Welcome back to Celestial Review. This is Keith. And this is Chris. And today we are reviewing The Amazing Spider-Man number dose. <laughs> Young Pedro Parker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are wrapping up The Amazing Spider-Mans. There's only two. Should have been three, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. We'll definitely talk about that later. Um... And then after this one, we're going to get into the new Spider-Mans with Tom Holland. But first, we will get to this one. Mm-hmm. This will get us chance in a ring. We're, we're probably not going to rank the two, are we? Oh, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. One, two, two, one. Who knows? Yeah, really. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think they're pretty equal, if if I had to guess. Um, let's see. Thank you for listening. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, make sure you follow us at um, Slushy Review on Twitter at Slushy Review. Uh, you can also check us out on YouTube. Um, just search Slushy Review. We pop up. We're the first result. Mm-hmm. Um, and then check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and also, coming soon, Instagram. Follow us on IG. The gram. Uh, at Slushy Review Podcast. Yes. We just started it. Need some followers. Need some likes. All right. Great job, Keith. Uh, let's <laughs> get into this cast of the amazing Spider-Man number dose. Uh, first up, returning, we have Andrew Garfield. Spider-Man Peter Parker. Um... That's all I'm going to say about him. Uh, Next up, (laughs) the incomparable Emma Stone. The I'll Remember You Forever Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. She was a like. That's all I got for that. Uh, Next up, we have Jamie Foxx, his intro into Marvel. He is Electro slash Max Dillon. Uh, starts off as kind of a <clears throat> kind of a goofier character, uh, but smart, just off-putting and a loner. Um, then we'll tell you what else happens to him. <laughs> then becomes Electro. Simple. <laughs> uh, next up, coming from almost out of nowhere, we have Dane DeHaan. <laughs> he plays Harry Osborn slash Green Goblin. Um, he's just back from boarding school because his dad, Norman Osborn, is dying or something. <laughs> he was in Chronicle. You ever seen Chronicle? <laughs> it's a it's a mo- it's a movie about um, people getting superpowers. Oh, uh, or what is that? I am four. No, yeah, they get superpowers. And then they have to end up fighting each other, to because everybody's like, "Oh my, I got superpowers! I got superpowers! Everything's great!" And then the one guy obviously is like, "I'm gonna use mine for evil." <laughs> and then the rest of the, it's like four teenage boys; they're all teenagers, so they're like, "Ah, we gotta fight you now." So that's basically how that goes. So the only thing I remember seeing him in, aside from this, is Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. It's like a that. sci-fi. I movie. Remember. I think it was based on a comic or something, but I yeah. never read the comic. The movie was colorful and it was cool to watch. So that's fair. 
Yeah, no, never. Never seen him. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have Colm Fiore. He played Donald <laughs> Minkin. Uh, the one thing I know him from, I know him from a lot of movies. He's always a bad guy. <laughs> uh, but he was also Loki's father in the Thor movies. Hmm. King Lofi or whatever his name was. <laughs> um, I I remember him from, I think he was in a, I think he was in a Arnold Schwarzenegger movie maybe. Hmm. But I know he was in Face Off, which is an amazing movie. <laughs> Uh, he was in, oh, he's in the mm-hmm. Umbrella Academy. Uh, I never watched that, but did you watch that? I did. He was in that. It wasn't bad. Reginald somebody. I didn't watch it, so I don't know who these people are. Yeah, it was about superheroes, right? It was supposed to be like. Oh, he was the dad. Okay. Reginald Hargreaves. Yeah, he like has adopted children that he either have powers or he like does shit to them and gives them powers Mm. oh he's the main guy no he's like their father who dies and they like Mm. find out what a piece of shit he was or they like realize what a piece of shit he was to them throughout their lives towers he was also in um where'd it go gotham Hmm. And I think that's where I remember him most from. Okay. Dr. Francis something. <clears throat> I forget what. I don't know who it was. But, yeah, he's always a bad guy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next up, we have Felicity Jones, a.k.a. Jen Erso herself. Yes. She played Felicia. Is it Felicia Hardy? We don't know. We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> but she was cool. She had like two scenes, and that was it. And it was driving me nuts. Yeah. That I knew she was in something that we watched. Absolutely. As soon as I saw her, I was like, I know her, and I don't yeah. know why. Uh, next up, we have Paul Giamatti. The incomparable Paul Giamatti. He's, <laughs> a, he's great. I loved him. Everything I've seen him in, I've loved him <clears> in. He was in Paycheck. I don't think you've ever seen that, right? Mm-mm. Ben Affleck, him, Uma Thurman, uh, Two-Face from The Dark Knight. <laughs> um, what else was he? He was in something else, too. I think he was a trainer in Ali or was it Ali or Rocky or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, he's just so funny, man. He's always funny. He was also in The Negotiator with... Samuel Jackson and Kevin Spacey. Hmm. Great, great, great. He was a straight out of Compton. He's just the best. I like Paul Giamatti. Either way, he plays Alexei Sisovich. Is that this how you say his name? I think so. All right. Well, we're going to go. I thought maybe you knew, so I just we're going to go <laughs> with that. Um, A.K.A. the Rhino. Yes. Right? Say, I like Paul Giamatti. I can't name you a million things that I've seen him in, but anything I've seen him in, I'm like, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. No facts. I agree with you. Um, Let's see. Moving on. We have Sally Field as Aunt May. She's back again. Guess who's not? <laughs> uh, they don't even show a picture of Uncle Ben in this one. Not, not at all. 
I didn't think he was, but I dug deep into the credits thing, and it said Martin Sheen uncredited. So did I don't, it? I it did, but I don't know if he's actually seen. I don't remember seeing you remember, him. How about say you remember seeing him? No, because I don't. No. He's mentioned. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Should I go over the Parkers? I mean, if you like. Let's skip down to the temp. Um, <laughs> you knew he was going to make it on there. <laughs> we have BJ Novak, a.k.a. the temp, a.k.a. Ryan Howard. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> a.k.a. Fire Guy. The f- Fired Guy. Fired Guy. A.k.a. Hired Guy. Hired Guy. <laughs> a.k.a. Founder of Wolf. The founder of Wolf. <laughs> AKA, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> he plays Alistair Smythe. Yep. Now, you want to tell me who he is? He's a guy. Okay. He's, here's a guy. I heard his name. I heard Mr. They called him Mr. Smythe. And I was like, oh, that couldn't be. Alistair Smythe. I know you said you watched the Spider Man um, 90s show and within nice. the last year or so. Didn't you say you thought you said you looked it up on Disney Plus or something? It's I looked it up and I was gonna watch it. And oh, I was okay, like, yeah. he's in that. He's like kind of a larger character in that. He's like the kingpin's guy in the chair, mm. and that's not a joke about him being in a wheelchair because he is. But he's like the tech guy. He builds all kinds of shit for him. I think he builds the Spider Slayers. Him and his father, I think, build the Spider Slayer big robots. Okay, and I think later in the series he like gets some robot legs and turns himself into a fucking monster or something. But other than that, he's just like a guy with a flat top slash mullet in a hover chair. Mm. Who's really, really smart. Okay. But they were just putting characters in these movies. Yeah, I mean... I don't mind it. There's a lot... Well, yeah, for characters, there's a lot of people in this movie, and I couldn't tell you who they were in the movie. (laughs) I can't tell you who they are in real life. Fair. But good for them. Oh my, this Timothy Adams guy. Uh, okay. Who? This guy. Oh dear. <laughs> I mean. Oh my. <laughs> and we're going to leave you guys with that. Just look him up. That's a headshot right there. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, The last person I'm going to mention is Stan Lee. Stan Lee was mm. at the graduation. Uh, mm. Peter Parker graduated from high school. And then that's it. <laughs> and I'm going to keep it at that. And before we go on to the plot with young Chris, today's episode is brought to you by Red and Blue Slushies. Yes. Tropical Punch and Blue Raspberry. I like how we didn't do Red and Blue Slushies for Superman at all, but we've done them for, like, every Spider-Man movie we've done so far. Well, that is fair. We and didn't, but we didn't it. think about it. And I'd love it. Well, we can. this is brought to you by Superman Slushies today. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you said it. On my planet, it means hope. The spider means hope. The S means slushies <laughs> on my planet. Facts. Uh, let's see. Do you want to go ahead with the plot, young Chris? Sure. Okay. So this movie starts off with a flashback of 
Richard Parker in his days at Oscorp. Well, near at the end of his days at Oscorp, he is destroying files. He is deleting things. He's killing their, well, what he thought to be all of their, at the time, or it was at the time, all of their genetically modified spiders. At least he, or so he thinks. Yeah. Um, he kills them all with some kind of, I think it was chlorine gas. Gasses them, deletes a bunch of files, and in the process of doing so, gets locked out of all the systems, has to flee the building, and he and his wife have to flee the, I don't know, at least the state. I think they were, I forget where they said they were going. But he has to, they have to leave, and he tries to upload, while they're leaving on the plane, tries to upload all of their files to something called Roosevelt. Well, it's just all the all the things that they found out about the files and all of his like video diaries and things like that about his work there. So they're on the plane. Spoiler alert: big corporations evil. <laughs> um, the See? not pilot walks out of the cockpit, <laughs> washes some blood off of his hands, and then tries to fucking murder um, Richard and Mary Parker. And he succeeds because he also killed the pilot. He killed the real, either the other or the real pilot. Yes. Killed him, puts on his parachute, <clears throat> shoots Mary Parker as she comes out of the bathroom, and then gets into a physical altercation with Richard Parker on the plane, who, through some quick thinking, shoots all the windows out of the plane, or shoots a window out of the plane, causes like some decompression, and everybody dies. Basically. Everyone dies. Yep. But the files get uploaded to this Roosevelt thing that no one knows about. Okay. Back in the present time, Oscorp is still evil. Norman Osborn is dying. And Harry, which we heard in the last one, we heard that Norman Osborn was dying. Yes. Now he's, like, about to be dead. So Harry Osborn returns from boarding school and watches his father die, but he's also, like, kind of a... Not gro- yeah, he's kind of a grotesquely almost like kind of mutating individual due to, to what? I forget what the condition he said that they had. He's turning into a goblin. Yes. That's it. Because he's, he's got like long creepy fingernails mm-hmm. and he's getting like green scaly patches on his body. Not lizard scaly, but like green, like maybe not scaly. Like goblin scaly. Yeah, scaly. maybe not yeah. scaly, but like just like green and I don't know, like rough patches. He's turning scaly. into a monster. Through no oh, fault, <laughs> he's got a hook for a hand. <laughs> he's gonna sing Domo Arigato. He's <laughs> gonna get it stuck at a dashboard. Um, so Harry returns. Um, Peter and Gwen Stacy are graduated from high school, and a little bit after that, you know, they find out, oh Harry's back in town. Peter goes to meet him, finds out that Norman Osborne's dead. He's like, oh, I should go, you know, see my friend who saw me through my parents' death, even though we, we never mentioned him before. I'm going to go do this, be there for him like he was there for me. It's a little awkward at first because Harry is now, like, the head of the company, and then they fall back into their old, old patterns, and, you know, everything's cool again for a little bit. Then enter Max Dillon, good-natured doofus. He's a smart man. But, like you said, kind of like off-putting, kind of a loner. Definitely has a fucking aggressive streak in him, at least on the inside. Mm -hmm. Um, So, maybe a little dangerous individual. 
sure hope he doesn't get superpowers at some point. <laughs> he does. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert. He gets pushed a little too far, and, you know, on his birthday of all days. That would do it. Gets forced to stay after work, do some dangerous work that everyone leaves him to do on his own, falls into a tank of electric eels, and turns into an electric individual. Mm-hmm. Stumbles his way out. Is is dead. Yeah, he dies. He dies. Um, later in the movie, stumbles his way into like Times Square, <clears throat> learns he can like absorb electricity, and Spider-Man hits the scene to put him down, and he almost kills a lot of people because electricity is dangerous. Facts. And it is a force of nature that he is able to control, and Spider-Man can't because he's a fucking Spider-Man. He's not an electric man, so mm. he seems a little out of his league at this point. He's not a Mega Man. I don't, I don't know if that's <laughs> he's, electricity, but... I mean, he he's a robot, and he does fight electric robots. Facts. He was a Mega Man. I love Mega Man. He's great. I, he's, he is great. So... Peter and Gwen are going through a little thing during this whole movie. They break up because they've broken up apparently a couple times by this point. Mm-hmm. Because every time Peter is with her or looks at her, he sees, or he looks at a cop, he sees Captain, was it George Stacy? Captain Gwen Stacy's father. The late Captain Gwen Stacy's father, who he promised he wouldn't get, get Gwen involved in his Spider Mannings. He, prom- he promised he wouldn't get her pregnant. Yep, and he doesn't, that we know of. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> <laughs> I so, made a joke. I broke my own heart. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> so Peter and Gwen break up and make up, and she, once again, proves herself to be a valuable asset to Spider-Man yeah. in stopping Electro. So I'm doing a horrible job on this plot, but we're going to get there together. Peter and Gwen break up, make up, helps, she helps him stop Electro. Mm-hmm. They are then assaulted by the Green Goblin mm-hmm. immediately after. Like, yeah. immediately, because they were working together. I'm really fucking this up. Electro, after Spider-Man stops Electro the first time, he gets sent to like a containment facility. And then Harry owns the containment facility, but still isn't really allowed there. Goes in there eventually, decides, hey, we both want the same thing. We want Spider-Man, because Harry's found out that Spider-Man's blood could possibly cure him Mm. of his genetic affliction, because that's the whole reason uh, Norman Osborn was doing the spider experiments to begin with. Mm -hmm. Among other things, he's doing all kinds of animal experimentation, hence the lizard in the first movie. Um, So, in this movie... Oscorp's thing is clean energy. Max Dillon, Electro, designs their power grid. They steal his plans, and he decides he wants to get back at Oscorp. Harry wants to get back at Oscorp because he gets ousted by the new board of directors. So they both have a common enemy in Oscorp and Spider-Man. So they team up to kill everybody they hate. Doesn't work out so well for both of them. (laughs) Uh, actually, for, for, for either of them, actually. <laughs> for I mean, it, it kind of works for Harry, but it also doesn't, because I think he's dead at the end of this. So No, he didn't know. Oh, no, that's right. Because yeah. we both were like, oh, he's dead. But then they, yeah, they showed him later. Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of worked out for Harry, because he... Well, he's in jail. 
He is. Yeah. But it's they gave you the impression that he wasn't going to be there for long. Yeah, probably not. If they'd made a third one, maybe he would have gotten out. So the reason I said it works out better for Harry is because he managed to kill Gwen Stacy. Damn it. Spoiler alert. It hurts me too. I don't like it either. So end of the movie. By the end of this thing, Gwen's dead. Spider-Man decides he can't be Spider-Man anymore, or he doesn't want to be Spider-Man for about, what, they said five months, six months? Uh, yeah, about five months. And then <laughs> at the end, he decides to be Spider-Man again, because he realizes that everybody needs him. Not It wasn't just Gwen that needed him, it wasn't just he, it wasn't just himself that needed him to be Spider-Man. Everybody counts on him to be Spider-Man. So he decides to be Spider-Man again. Thanks. And that's the end of the movie. Well, as he goes to fight fucking Paul Giamatti in a robot suit. <laughs> All right, that's the plot. We got there. Let's... <laughs> God. <laughs> some of these... I'm sorry. Some of these superhero movies just have a lot going on in them, and I forget. They do. They do. Especially the Spider-Man ones. That's facts. So, let's get in some likes. Let's get in some likes. Let's do the old tag team. The old tag team. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Okay, let's get into some likes. I'll let you go first. My favorite background cast members of the other guys. Listen, (laughs) B.A. Billy Gunn. Mm. Alright, my first like was the new suit. The new Spider-Man suit. I thought it looked great. Was it new? Yeah. I didn't know. Because in the last one he had like the the orangey gold sunglass lens eyes. Okay. And this one he had like the big white. They were like, like classic Spider-Man yeah. eyes. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I did notice that. The suit was nice. I, I agree like with the you. suit. Like I think we I think you mentioned it a couple episodes ago. Maybe like the first episode of these Spider-Man ones. He has kind of the best super suit in the movies. Yes. Because like every time it always looks like good. the suit itself might be CG, might be a actual costume, but every time they just like pull on the mask, it always looks good. Like it always like is right there. Right. Like it form fits. Yeah. Around their face, and it looks like Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, every time. Yeah, facts. I agree. But yes, I think he has the best one. Even the Iron Spider suit was okay. It's a little too shiny for me. That's fair. But it was a little too blue for me too. Mm. Was that am I thinking of Iron? Yeah, the one he gets when he goes to space. Yeah, they show it at the end of Homecoming, and then yeah. he gets it in Infinity War. And yeah. That's that's okay. It's a good one. I just, it's just too blue. Mm-hmm. I like more of the red, and uh, Toby McGuire's Spider-Man suit was okay. It was okay. It wasn't great, but Andrew Garfield's was the best. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, the, the hands down. Yeah, he had the best looking suit. He had a lot of the best, a lot of the best of everything. Gwen Stacy, all the way. All the way down. This is a compliment. She ain't no Mary Jane. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he had the best suit. I can't even think of anything out of all the Spider-Mans that he had the worst of. Like, if I'm if I'm rating Spider-Mans, not just, like, who has who's the best Spider-Man per se, but if I'm rating, like, what they have, mm-hmm. who they are, how smart they are, their suits, their powers... He's never last. No. Not, not to me. Not to me either. Honestly, 
I had this discussion with some people at work last night, and I had to defend Andrew Garfield a little bit, which is okay, and I will. Yeah, because he, because because if I think about it, he, Tobey Maguire, was smart. He didn't seem <clears throat> smart. Tom Holland was smart, but distracted. Mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield's fixing everything. Yeah, he was like. Like smart, yeah, and off chance. And another thing, I know I'm hijacking your like about the suit, no, but he took pictures for the bugle, yeah, and they like just toss that in just a little bit, yes. I was like, I liked it, I'm gonna give it a like, yeah, I didn't write it down either, but yes, the daily bugle photos and that they name dropped J. Jordan Jameson, they did, and the one email, he's like. They're crap. The photos are crap. I'm not paying you for this. I'm like, this is great. Like, what's the name wrote that? Uh, I gave <laughs> J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. He wrote that. <laughs> he was like, oh, blah, blah, something. It's crap. He, and then he was like, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. It's terrible. I'll give you 150 bucks for it. Take or leave it. I love it. But don't leave it. I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yes, the suit was great. I agree. Yeah. Uh, let's see. My like, my first like, this is the only Spider-Man that wraps up what happened to his parents. Yeah. No other Spider-Man talks about his parents except for this one. Yeah, the other ones didn't even, don't, I don't even, even think they even give names. Not even a little bit. Yeah. This one actually mentions them. <clears throat> they show him leaving in the first one. This one they wrap up that they got killed because of his work. Uh, with the spiders and with uh, Kirk Connors and Norman Osborn, that's why they got killed. And it was a nice little. It worked. Yeah, it worked for me. I was like, okay, I'm I'm satisfied. And it was cool. And then in this one, they mentioned his father like one more time, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. They showed the video of him. And then the Roosevelt thing, which I don't really remember that part. Uh, I think I fell asleep. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that part. And then, yeah. Because I remember him going to the train. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a single thing after that. Uh, what happened? He got on the train. And he saw the video. It was like a lab that was all set up Oh, and he saw it. the video. He saw the video about his father, I was in the father kitchen. being like, yeah, because the pizza had come. That's right. And you had your priorities. Facts. Also, oh, was that when the pizza came? I think. Maybe you might be right. I might have been around then. No, yeah, you might be right. Yeah, that's fair because it did come like halfway through, and that happened about then. So yeah, facts. Mm-hmm. I have my priorities. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it wrapped up. The, it wrapped up what happened to his parents. We actually got to see his parents die. Mm-hmm. Now, that's that's not what I was trying to say, but that's <laughs> what happened. Um, but it kind of it was satisfying. It was sucked but it was satisfying to know like oh okay as many times as we've seen martha and <laughs> i was about to say kent i don't thomas <laughs> die in the alley like <laughs> we get it like, <laughs> but this was a nice change of pace we get it he's rich <laughs> <Sad. laughs> mm. so that was my first like what you got um next like was a s- small one the Spider-Man theme, Facts. the old Spider-Man theme, it, it has found its way into every iteration of the Spider-Mans Facts. in one way or the other. Agreed. In the first trilogy, it was like the lady playing it on the violin, and I think the guy 
Was there like a guy with a guitar playing it at one point in the first trilogy? Yeah, he was singing. The beat wasn't the same. Yeah, but, like he, the music, but it was but there. He was singing it. And then in this one, it's during the openings. Mm-hmm. Or no, it's not. It yeah. was his ringtone. It was his ringtone. It was his ringtone in this yes. one, and then the Tom Holland one that's in the openings. Yes, good. Facts. I like it. Facts. I agree. That's all I can say about it. Is I agree. Uh, let's see. When Spider Man, my next like, when Spider Man is zipping through the town mm. of New York Town, I'm in the city of <laughs> New York, New York City. Hey, I'm walking here. The um, village of New York City. <laughs> New York Township. Mm. Um, he is doing Mario sounds. He's literally <laughs> like, he was like, yippee. And I was like, that sounds like Mario. And I didn't say anything on purpose because I wanted to say it on the podcast. Another, oh, I remember you saying so. You're like, I got something to say. I'm going to save it. Yeah, Another think, hero that wears red and blue. It's also facts. Facts. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I just thought that was just great. I was like, hmm. I don't know if they meant for that to be it, but it worked. <laughs> it worked for me. So how was my like? Nice. <laughs> um, I liked Stanley. Fact, you know what's on there. Oh, you of know course. On there. I loved it. He's like, hey, I think I know that guy at the graduation <laughs> thing because I forgot. I forgot what his cameo was going to be because they yeah. just showed him real quick and he's like, looks like kind of looks into the camera almost, like mm-hmm. looks past it. And I was like, oh, that's it. Yep. And he comes back, and Peter runs up with his Spider-Man mask on for, like, a hot second. Mm-hmm. Like, they show it, and then they cut back to Stanley. He's like, hey, hey, I know that guy. And they're like, all right, quiet on, old man. <laughs> I liked it. Come on. Uh, that's the same. I got the same it's like. Stanley like. What's it's not to like? How, name the Stanley cameo that you didn't like. Pass. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know there are people who don't? Why? Because they're idiots. <laughs> Simple. That's it. Roll credits. <laughs> Spider-Man. That's it. <laughs> sorry about it. I'm not sorry Fucking about idiots. it. I'm not sorry about it. You're wrong. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, yeah, that was basically the first very beginning. Um, I got I got a like. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's my yeah. turn. Rhino. In the very beginning, he's funny. Spider-Man's hilarious. Ugh. And I was like, I knew that was Rhino. Because I've seen it, obviously, yeah. before. I didn't know it was Rhino just by the name. Yeah, I didn't know it until the end. Yeah. It's when the first time I saw it, yeah, I didn't know. But then... I mean, like, you can't not know it at the yeah, end. Yeah, at the he, end. He yells it. But now that I do know, I'm like... <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah. Paul Giamatti, he was great. Yeah, he's I I had that as a like also. I just had I just wrote versus the Rhino because mm-hmm. at the beginning and the end he does it. Spider Man versus Paul Giamatti doing his best Gru impression. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, facts. I thought it was great. No, it was it was a good time. He he had a lot of character in his. I don't need Russian. I mean, yeah, and maybe five minutes of screen time total. I yeah. thought he was great. Stole the show. I would. I wish he would have done more. To be honest, oh, man. But you didn't need another Spider-Man three action here, no, because there were already too many villains. No, but I did think that was a nice way to begin and end the movie. Yes, was like kind of bookend it with the same guy yeah. who was like first off just a street thug and second still is a three just a street thug yeah. but with a bitchin' fucking robot suit absolutely that shot missiles and had machine gun hands yes. and was shaped like a rhino yeah but the hands were like his hands yeah they were great i loved it love rhino why not that was my like same uh you go all right next like 
I mean, it kind of, I'll throw it in there at the end. The opening truck chase with versus with the Rhino, I thought was great. Oh, yes. Um, next, like for me, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. I thought he was great. That was my he next wore like too. costumes as Spider Man. He was Fireman Spidey. He was <laughs> cap and gown graduating Spidey, and, gown, yep. and he was flu and cold season Spidey <laughs> when he thwarted that fucking convenience store robbery. <laughs> Sounds like fucking uh, Barbie. <laughs> he had all these accessories. Really he had his Spider-Man convertible. I thought he was great. He's a he lot did of, in the next one. A lot of people have a lot of people that I know have issues with it. With Andrew Garfield, mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, he's too cool. He's too handsome." I was like, "Okay, well, because the guy skateboards and likes punk music and like certain genres of music and has posters up in his room, he's suddenly too cool. He's suddenly a cool guy." Because if he's cool, then what's Miles Morales? Because Miles Morales literally was popular. Yeah, like he was like popular. Everybody liked him. He went to a new school and people knew him already. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. So. Like at the new school, like people knew him, but he wasn't like super popular at the new school. But at his old school, everybody knew him. Right. And it was like, oh, hey, Miles, what's up? Where you going? Are you going to this new school? You're leaving us all behind. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a fucking genius, whatever. Yeah. Later, <laughs> losers. Same. And this one, ever in these movies, he's he's a photographer for the school paper. He's not really shown interacting with a lot of people at school. Not really, no. He like stops the bully and then gets the shit beat out of him. Um,. He's super smart. He's like kind of a geek. He's not. I don't get it. He's like Peter everyone's Parker. like, yeah, everyone's like, oh, he's too handsome. He's too cool. He's Peter Parker. It's like he skateboards. Yeah. Okay. So everyone, so everyone who's ever skateboarded is too cool to be a superhero or to be a, to be Peter Parker. Both. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> because that means the Ninja Turtles are fucking cool as shit then. Because they, they had skateboards. They had fucking jet wow. skateboards. And they are cool as shit. There it is. I was, about to, I was just about to say it. But they, I mean, like, they had, they had cool? like fucking rocket skateboards in the games and shows. They, they had did. all kinds of stuff. They had blimps and shit. Same must be like streets ahead. Streets ahead. If you're not streets ahead. There's streets behind. So <laughs> I'm going to say I like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. He's funny. <laughs> He's charming. He was cracking wise all over the place. Mm-hmm. Th- and that's the main strength I feel that he has as Spider-Man, well over Tobey Maguire, and even just ahead of Tom Holland, because Tom Holland's pretty witty and clever as Spider-Man. I lo- but I feel like Andrew Garfield's way better at it. Than- I'm- I think I just said a little bit better. I think he's way better and with like the quick one-liners and all the other stuff. I agree. Ah, he was so good as it. Spider-Man was my next like as well. I Spider-Man... Just the opening truck scene, mm. him talking to the people. Um, <clears throat> he, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember. So forgive me. I may be wrong. Forgiven. But I feel like he does more Spider-Man stuff and fighting than any Spider-Man. Yeah. Because, like, just even when he fought the lizard yeah. in the first one. When he's, like, crawling around him. Right. Oh, that was so good. So good. I yeah. Watched. And then in this one, even at the end, he's fighting a rhino with the with the sewer top. Oh, dude. That was great. Um, the When he's fighting Electro, 
both times he fought Electro, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he was kicking the shit out of him, and he was getting his licks, he got his licks, and he got his licks in. The only other time Spider-Man really fought was Civil War and Endgame. But then after, before and after that, he doesn't, he he doesn't, have, I'm talking about the new ones. Yeah. Tobey Maguire doesn't really fight a lot. He runs away, sticks people to walls a lot. <laughs> He doesn't really do... He gets beat up by the villain a lot and then either yes. lets them kill themselves or reasons with them. Yeah, if you think about it, he didn't really throw a punch at Dr. Octopus, I don't remember. Not not much that landed. He got his ass kicked a lot by Dr. He Octopus. He got his ass kicked by a lot of people, a lot. Yeah. So that's what I mean, like... He got that mask torn up in the same pattern in all three movies. All three, half a face. <laughs> like, do you want to play Two-Face, Toby? Like, hey. just be Two-Face, okay? But... Yeah, Spider-Man, I agree with you. I thought he was great. Absolutely agree. In the scene with Electro in Times Square, when they do that sweet, like, slowed-down spider sense, like, everyone's about to touch the railing and mm. fucking die, like, don't touch the rail, yes. or you'll get shocked thing. I thought that was so good. Yes. Because he, like, realizes it as, like, shit's flying toward him, and then he real quick, like, zips up to the top of the steps, webs the people away from the stairs. Uh, I thought it was good. That was great. I thought that was really good. The part where I know I complained about it in the past, when Electro's playing Itsy Bitsy Spider on the fucking things at the power grid, and he's like, "Oh, I hate that song," and then immediately gets like leveled. So good. I I still liked it. I yes. I when I go to my next like, I'll talk about it. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then on you. So my next like was Jamie Foxx played a good Max Dillon. Mm-hmm. And then a couple likes after that, I wrote Electro was pretty pretty legit. So I'm just combining the two. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to watch it from the point of view of not liking Electro because I knew that was some people's, like, they didn't like it mm-hmm. because of Electro. I found myself liking him. Same. I, I can't. His... His powers were sweet. The fact that he can travel through electric currents, like when he disappeared and then you saw like his nervous system, then his skeleton. I think that looked really cool. Listen, this, these two movies are not at the bottom of, our, of my Spider-Man movies. Same. These movies get a bum rap. They I think. do. I'm telling you. When I tell you, I said this about Mortal Kombat. I said this about all the old movies we watch. Nostalgia kills people. Yeah. It really, their opinions are trash because of nostalgia. I love Starship Troopers because I know that it's trash. <laughs> people like movies and are like, oh, this is absolutely great. Like, oh, the first Mortal Kombat was flawless. Was it? Mm. What, what, what movie did you watch? Right. Because that's not the movie we watched. Yeah. And so to me, I just get, yeah, it gets a bum rap. That's a great, the, yes. That's a sentiment that I have. With that being said, I thought he played a great, Jamie Foxx can act his ass off first mm-hmm. off. Him as Max Dillon, I was like, well, that's that's him. Yeah. And then when he played Electro, he was badass. I think I liked him a little more as Max Dillon than I did as, like, Electro Electro. Mm-hmm. But, like, Electro still wasn't bad. When he was traveling through wall sockets, I was like, that's pretty sweet. When he was using his electric powers and it just like got all like dubstepy, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. I thought that was a cool touch. And it kind of added, 
I don't know, maybe not necessarily like a camp factor. Yeah. But like a little bit of one. The, the this this movie felt a little bit campy in some yes. respects, which I didn't feel the amazing the first Amazing Spider Man. I didn't feel like that was very campy at all. Like Agreed. Spider-Man, like Spider-Man was witty and shit, but it wasn't like, you know, there was no mad, clearly mad scientist-looking guy doing experiments on anybody with opera music playing in the background. And <laughs> I, so I obviously you're talking about this movie. Yeah, I was like, no, that did happen. Yeah, it was like this you were movie. saying it, and I was like, <laughs> I mean, the first one didn't have that. This one had right. it. Right, but I thought you were just like saying it like as no, part of like, like a no, campy. This one I was happened. like, yeah, this <laughs> one had it. Did you see it? Like, <laughs> He was playing opera music to a T. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, yes. You were talking about this movie. Yeah. Yes. Well, it was just yes. campy, and... And I always it's like, get my nerves. To a degree, yeah. He's like, ah. Okay, Moro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't... I like Max Dillon. I did, too. I thought he was a very sympathetic figure. When he he s- just wanted to be needed. Yeah. And when he snatched up Ryan Howard for... Talking shit about Spider-Man Facts. in his imagination. Yes, like he's Leo. You're Sagittarius. You don't know anything about Spider-Man. Oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> it was pretty. It was funny. great because who hasn't wanted to fucking grab Ryan up by the neck and yeah. shake some sense into him? Facts. Jesus himself. What are you looking out there for? Nobody out there going to help you. Jesus himself could walk through that door and he can't help you. Facts. <laughs> would have been better if Jamie Foxx's character said that. I would have <laughs> lost it. <laughs> I would have thought that would have been great. But yes, I I thought Electro was pretty legit. Like he he wasn't he was smart, obviously, but socially awkward. Yes. He wasn't when he was fighting Spider Man, especially towards the end, you can you can tell he was smart. Like he was doing things that was like, oh shit. At least about like electricity and engineering because he said like he created that power grid. He knew where he was going to be at any given time or where he could be. Yep. Yeah. He was doing some things and I loved it. And I was like, okay, much respect. Because like I said, even the music, like you said, it got a little dubstepy. That was one of the biggest things that people didn't like. And I'm like, man, that was kind of sweet though. And I think I remembered not liking it at the time when I first saw the movie. And again, last night when in my Spider-Man discussion with people at work, I think I said something. I was like, dude, first Amazing Spider-Man was so good. And everyone looked at me funny. And I was like, okay, maybe the second one's not that great. And Because, again, I hadn't seen it in forever. Right. Watching it again today, it's pretty good. I don't, like I said, just just as far as his character. Yeah. I didn't see a problem. Because, like, here's my thing. This is what people, in my opinion, fail to realize. They played the same dubstep theme. Every time Electro was Electro. Yeah. Every time he was about to do something bad, they played the same theme. You know what movies they do that in? Star Wars. <laughs> every time fucking Darth Vader's on the theme. Yeah, well, like it, when the villain has a theme song. Yeah. Every single time. Why not? Or when the hero has a theme song. Yeah. There's literally CDs called Star Wars <laughs> that have music for 10-minute songs of these heroes. There's Leia's theme. There's Luke's theme. There's the ending celebration theme. There's the Ewoks theme. Like, I've listened <laughs> to it all. Darth Vader theme. So, like, to me, there's an Imperial. Oh, that's an actual Darth Vader theme. But still, I, it, why why wouldn't they do it here? Yeah. There's Cap. Cap has a theme. Yes, he does. I don't understand why wouldn't they do it here. Iron Man has a theme if you consider choosing an ACDC well, song to be a theme. <laughs> fair. Fair. Uh, 
But yeah, I don't know. I liked I liked Electro. I tried not to. I really did. I was like, no, no, I like him. Yeah. I have no. I literally have zero dislikes for Jamie Foxx's character. Enough. I have a dislike for Electro. Okay, fair. But we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. Okay, that was my like. So I'll let you go. Um, my next like, Aunt May. I like, it. I like Sally Field as Aunt May. I wrote that down, too. There you go. I don't great, even remember why, but great I Great minds did. share a podcast, I tell you. <laughs> Put that on the shirt. Hey. <laughs> there it is. Make um, it purple, I'll wear it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I like yes. Aunt May. She's obviously concerned about Peter mm. throughout the movie. She knows something's wrong. And even when Peter kind of gets a little, they kind of get each get like a little snippy with each other about like, oh, you, you never tell me anything about my parents. And she's like, because you're, she's like, because I don't consider, she's like, yeah, I know like that's your father, but you're my boy. I raised you. Facts. They're gone. They left you with us, me and your uncle, to raise you. Like, you're my boy. When I think about you, you're my boy. And I. That got to me. Yeah, same. Like, I don't have any kids. But, I like, do. there you go. And it, and it got to me without having kids, so I can only imagine what you were feeling. Not because I have kids. Okay. But because I am someone's kid. There you and go. I that too. But I, but, I, but I get what you're saying. But yes, also same. I just was like, yeah. Side note. Did you see what I was sharing on Twitter today? Hmm. I was sharing a whole bunch of... Uh, the Man of Steel was trending today. I did see the thing that someone said, Man of Steel has no heart. Yeah, uh, it, so Vanity Fair or somebody, mm-hmm. they wrote an article about the movie Man Who of Steel. Who the fuck are they? Today. They wrote it today. Like, today it was Way released. to strike while the iron's hot <laughs> in 2000 and what, six, seven when that movie, eight when uh, the movie came out? No, nah, it was like 2011 or 12. Oh, still. But same. It was eight years ago. Like, still. Like, 13. But I was like, okay, why is this trending? So I clicked on it. People were like, uh, first off, why are you writing this so late? Secondly, no heart. They were like, did you watch the scenes when he was a kid? Like, to be fair... His dad let himself die. Also. Facts. Both of his fathers let themselves die so that he could... So that he could save them. So that he could either live or live a normal life. Same. The reason why I bring that up is because one of the one of the things that people were sharing about the heart was the scene where he's like, I know you can do powerful things. The world isn't ready. He's like... I just need you just just be normal or something he says. And he was like, I just want to go back to pretending to be your son. He was like, You are my son. And I was like And then this happened in the Amazing Spider Man too. And I was like, What's what's going on today? What's <laughs> is it, are you trying to make me cry on a Sunday? Maybe. Like, God damn. <laughs> but no, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, Yeah, like, um just because I'm not if I'm, I take care of you from birth, you're my kid. Yeah. Or, you know, as young, like, if I'm taking care of you, you're mine. Yeah. That's it. Simple. As a blue spaceman once said, he may be your father, but he he wasn't your daddy. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I'm Mary Poppins, boy. I told you that guy was a jackass. (laughs) (laughs) Look like Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins cool? Mary Poppins. Yeah, it's pretty cool. (laughs) I hadn't seen that movie, and everybody was spoiling that so much. Uh, But I hadn't seen it for a while. Like, I didn't go to the theater. You didn't see Mary Poppins? (laughs) (laughs) You <laughs> <laughs> got me All right. All right. <laughs> I was like uh, Why No <laughs> Same I did I didn't see the new one How about Me that Me neither How about that no. 
I kind of I should have though, because I like Emily Blunt. You didn't see she's that. She's Jim's wife, so I mm. like her. She's cool. Um, but yeah, go ahead. You were still talking about Amy. That was it. She was stressed out. <clears throat> it really got to me when she was like, "I can't do this without your uncle." I was like, "Damn." Yeah. I can only imagine how it is to lose somebody that you've been with for fifty odd years. You know, movie. Obviously, it's a movie, but still, like it happens to people. You know. Just, just like at the end, you know, spoiler alert, when Gwen dies, like, six months before that, she lost her husband, you know, uh, Mrs. Stacy, and then she lost her daughter, her 18-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, I, listen, I'm having a nervous breakdown. Huh? And I wouldn't, you just got to let it happen at this point, because what, what can you say? What can mm-hmm. you do? Nothing. So I get it, man. It was like, Ame was killing me this one. I was like, damn. Yeah. She had some really good lines. When he was talking about something, I forgot what he was talking about, but she gave this, like, speech, and she was just like, <sighs> then she was trying to do it. I've, I've been there. I don't want to say my mom's kind of that way, but my mom's a little bit older, and she has to, like, use a walker and stuff. So she... She'll get to the point where she's like, "Oh, I can, I can do this myself," and it's like, "You can't. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna hurt yourself." Blah blah. But it's like, your mind remembers you being able to do stuff, um, in a much less, in a much more to what I think is funnier, I guess. Okay. <laughs> and like playing, I played football for eight years, and then like people used to after I got done playing football years later like hey come on play football and I would play it I'm like oh I can't do this anymore <laughs> this was a bit I made a huge mistake <laughs> this is gonna hurt later you just, like you're talking about hacky sack you're, mm-hmm. this is gonna hurt later yeah. and I and I was young so I can only imagine so when she was like oh I wash her clothes she's like no I can do it I'm gonna go to college she's like no let me do it and I'm like you <sighs> I've been there, and you gotta just let him do it. Yeah, because she felt like it was like the one thing she could do for him, and make him a sandwich with mostly lettuce. Right. Listen, I, I would I would have eaten that sandwich. Ooh. I don't know what else was on it, but it looked like a just probably baked tomatoes. Just based on the amount of lettuce on that sandwich, it looked like it would have been delicious. It did look good though, because like you said, like if you make a good looking sandwich on TV, all you have to do is put a lot of lettuce on it. It gotta be green, green lettuce. Yep. Green inverted. Just like all you gotta know to know that somebody went grocery shopping. <laughs> You got a baguette and some celery sticking out of the bag. Paper bag. You got to. And they went grocery shopping. And then when you reach in the bag to unpack the groceries, you got to put all milk first. Yep. And a carton, not a jug. Like a, yeah, paper carton. <laughs> may or may not have a missing child on the side of it. <laughs> may or may not be a crucial plot yes. point. <laughs> yes. There's like certain things that come out of those bags. Eggs, milk, bread. Everybody's making French toast. You got to have a you got to have a spread yes. for breakfast. And then somebody has to eat a bite and then leave. Yeah, that's like, how oh, you know. It's I gotta go. <laughs> I spent like forty minutes making like I made you like three eggs over easy, hash browns, <laughs> bacon, possibly and sausage, probably some cut fruit. Listen, maybe like a half a grapefruit, some coffee, and you're like, and they take a piece of toast. Yeah, like, I'll Boom. just take this. I'm gonna eat this piece of bread on my way out the door. Like I'm gonna eat two plates of breakfast. Well, well, I gotta, I gotta. Don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah, what can I do? Oh like, no! I wish, I wish a motherfucker would, because I don't know, I don't know how much breakfast food you've cooked for 
a, not to say a large amount of people. None. But enough people. For a large amount of people, none. But for people, done it. I've cooked breakfast before for, like, me and my family. Mm-hmm. It takes a while. Yeah. Because bacon takes a while. Yeah. Sausage takes a little less than bacon, but still a while. Yeah. The easiest thing is the eggs, and you want to cook those last because they get cold. Yeah. And no one wants cold eggs. And they only take, like, a second. They don't take long to cook, usually. No. But, yeah, they do get cold in, like, a blink of an eye. And so, if I spend all, and you take a but I will never, ever cook again. Yeah, like, you're taking a to-go box of you this did. food. You're taking this plate out the door you with are you. You're going to be late today. You're going to be eating that shit on the bus. I don't give a shit. Hey, I'm late for work. Well, you better call and let them know. Because <laughs> Why'd you come in late? I'd eat breakfast. <laughs> Someone made me breakfast that I could not eat it. I'm like, oh, you're damn right. Damn right. Get here when you can. Listen. And bring me bring me a muffin. I used to, where we used to work together, I used to come in <laughs> on Sundays. But sometimes we go out Saturdays. Sometimes. <laughs> come in Sundays. I'd be late as shit every Sunday. But guess what I got in here? You always had a breakfast sandwich. Damn fucking right. A McDonald's breakfast sandwich yeah. with a hash brown and an orange juice. I wish somebody would say, I will turn around. I remember that. You usually had a couple hash browns sometimes. Every time. Every other time. Yes. If it's Sunday and I'm working a morning shift. Yes, I do remember that. I'm walking in with breakfast. <laughs> if you have anything to say to me, I will leave. If, if if any of your compliments, <laughs> if any of your comments don't come on the side, <laughs> I will send it back. Fuck you. I'm getting breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I don't know how we got on this. But it was about Aunt May doing a lot. Aunt May. I love her. She was great. Yeah. I think that was my like. So your turn. Okay. My last like. The goblin aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I liked I think I want to say I wrote that down for the dad for Norman, mm-hmm. but also <clears throat> he was kind of funky looking. But I mean, he should be like uh, was his name Harry. Mm-hmm. He should have been funky looking. Um, I remember when I first watched it, I don't, I don't think I liked him. I was like, because eh, his hair was weird. His face was all weird and all, but but now that I think about it, he died, almost died. Mm-hmm. If he hadn't got that suit, he was pissed off. Why shouldn't he look fucked up? I guess. I guess is my point. Why shouldn't he? Yeah. Why should he look? Because that's a, that's the one thing that I I that's the reason why I'm thinking about it. Because like logically, he took some kind of serum that fucked him up like crazy. Yeah. The same thing that fucked his dad up and had him looking like a lizard goblin <laughs> crossover. Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't he be fucked up? He should be because he fucked himself. He almost died also. So yeah, that kind of makes sense to me. I don't like when villains come out are then they're polished. They're like, oh, I just put on some makeup and I'm good to go. <laughs> they should look fucked up. Like to be fair, we were talking about Heath Ledger earlier. Heath Ledger looked fucked up. His hair was ratty. His clothes were tattered. Not mostly, but they were still, they were old. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's the way my villain should look. I don't want my villain looking anything less than that. No. Unless you're like a rich villain. Yeah. See, I, don't, I don't mind like a spiffy looking rich guy villain. Yeah, like Lex Luthor. Wearing like a fucking gold suit or some shit. That'd be awesome. Right. But, you know, if it makes sense. Right. 
Ready, set, die. Uh, <laughs> no, like I, I, I get that, and that makes sense. But I think in his case, it makes sense for him to look fucked up. And I'm, cool, I'm okay with it. Okay. So I liked his aesthetic. I liked his. I did see the little hop, the the goblin bomb that mm-hmm. came out. I was yeah. like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll agree with that. The pumpkin bomb looked good. The glider, I thought, looked really good. The glider looked good. The suit didn't look bad. Didn't look too bad, no. The only thing that I had an issue with was, like, because he, he had the claws like his dad did. He had, like, kind of everything else just, like, kind of crazy looking. I don't get why it gave him, like, a weird, like, it changed the shape of his nose. I thought mm-hmm. that was a little odd. Because, like, they showed him from the side, and, like, his nose, like, started curving down, like, getting longer. I was like, okay, I get it. Like, it's, like, goblin-y, but... Yeah, I, I was like, that's a little weird at the same time. But I guess, you know, you're a goblin. You're going to look weird. Why not? Yeah, you should. His dad, I mean, his dad was green. Yeah. His dad was green. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, this is the Hawk movie I needed. <laughs> <laughs> is that Lou Ferrigno in that bed? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, but I, I like that. And then, um, from that point, I have zero likes <laughs> from that point on. <laughs> from that point of seeing the Goblin, I have zero likes from there. Because of what happened? Yes. Okay. I hated the rest of the movie. I'm going to throw one mini like in. Zero out of zero. Um, I did like the Clock Tower fight sequence. I know it ended I know it ended poorly. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. That's, I know it ended cool. poorly for us. That's cool. But I did like the fight sequence. I thought it was good. I'm just being whiny. That's fair. I get it. <laughs> I mean, also, I'm just in mourning. Also, I liked the Doc Ock and Vulture teases that they threw in there. Mm-hmm. Fair. I liked it. That's fair. And those are that's all my likes. That's all my likes as well. Uh, let's get into some dislikes. Okay. You wanna go first? You wanna go first, or you want me to go first? You go first. You want me to go first? Get ready. Yeah. Hold on to your butts. Oh, there we go. I had a like. It was Rhino. There you go. I have a dislike. Rhino. Mm. They didn't do enough with them. Not enough? Not enough. That's fair. That's just just not enough. I would love to have seen more Paul Giamatti. Uh, I would love to see more of that, I, that iron suit. Uh, <clears throat> that Rhino suit. Rhino suit was great, like you said. And I just wanted more. That's it. Yeah, I wouldn't That's mind it. it more. I just wanted more. Because it's Paul Giamatti, and he did a great job in the three minutes he had on screen. Right. Yeah. So there's that. <sighs> Next dislike. As I'm watching it, the this is probably the third time, maybe fourth time I've ever seen it. The Gwen foreshadowing. Mm. I said something to you about it, and then I was like, I'm going to write it down. Her speech at the beginning. Her speech. Shit. Who else said something? I think my May said something. He, mm-hmm. uh, fucking Spider-Man said something. Everybody was saying something. like, you're not going to be here forever. It's my choice to go. Whatever happens to me is on me. I'm like, well, that's <laughs> fair. I just said, I just simple that's it foreshadowing i hated it <laughs> um i know it's not really a dislike but it is to me there you go the harry storyline it was rushed yeah i remember in the past reviews i liked harry's arc 
Mm-hmm. That was really a big light for me. Because they did it over a course of three, three movies. movies. Simple. This one, he hated Spider-Man really quick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just didn't... I understood... I understood Max's dislike of Spider-Man after the fact. Mm. He forgot his name. He stole the spotlight from him. And then he felt like he set him up. And he worshipped Spider-Man. So all this is like, oh, you tr- you're a traitor to me. And he hated Spider-Man. I get that. That makes sense. Even in a two-hour movie, I'm like, okay, I see where this is going. I see where it came from. And I see why it got bad. Harry was like, hey, I'm back. Kill Spider-Man. I need his blood. Yeah. Like, okay. He's like, Spider-Man, will you give me your blood? No, because I think it might kill you. And he flips the fire. How dare you? (laughs) Yeah. Like, it was just a lot. And I was like, "Mm." and then the fact that he came from out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden they're friends. They were friends before, and then he left at 12. Now he's back at 20. It's an eight-year difference. That's a long time. Yeah. So I just kind of feel like, I was like, eh. It was kind of forced. They should they should have did a different villain, personally. Agreed. But it was what it was. But that was my dislike. Okay. Um, these next two dislikes are probably together, but I'm, I'm going to say them <clears> separately. <throat> One, too much romance. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I'm going to say together. My next dislike after that was probably doesn't need to be this long. And it's because of the romance aspect. Mm. They were pushing in our, in our faces that they were, it's like, will they, won't they? But it was like every five seconds. I was like, okay. Yeah, as I agree As much with that. as I hated it when him, um, Toby McGuire and MJ were bleh, that grossness. <laughs> This one, it wasn't as bad, but it was still like, it was a two and a half hour movie. I don't know if you noticed. I didn't actually. Really? No. I, it was long. <laughs> I was just like, Bleh. but it wasn't bad. It just there was a lot. Yeah. And I don't. I didn't think it needed to be. That's fair. I didn't think it needed to be. like the Roosevelt scene. Like I get it. You got closure on your parents. Didn't matter because it's almost like I think of Shazam. He got closure with his mom, but he didn't really need it because he found the family. Yeah. He had already had the family. Peter's had this family since he was a kid. I understand your parents love, but this is your, especially that speech about you know you're my son, you're mine. That's enough closure I would need. Yeah, that's fair, in my opinion. And so it's just I get it, but also like there's a lot that just didn't need to be there. And I just think it was a pretty long film. We we put a lot, they put a lot in there, so I was like, okay, you can shorten it up if you if you wanted to. Okay, that's just me. Gwen dies. <laughs> to dislike. There it is. She hit so hard. Oh. We I think we both yes. like it was like. Damn! I like, jumped. like sad. God damn it! Yeah. I knew it was coming, and I was just like, "Same." I forgot how bad it was. It's so it's sudden. It wasn't the fall that killed her. It was sudden. <laughs> sudden stop at the bottom. Yeah. 
rough. And then he's talking to her like, it's okay. Like, no, she's gone. Yeah, sir. it's like that. the blood starts to come out of her nose. Mm. Oh. I barely looked. I was like, <laughs> sad. I really do love Emma Stone. But I really liked her character, too. Yeah. She was about to go to Oxford. Yeah. We kind of glossed over that, but she was about to go to Oxford. Yeah. It was a whole thing. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It was tough. It was a good read. Um, <laughs> really? It was a fun read. What was your favorite part? Was it <laughs> when Gwen dies? When Gwen died. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the main character? Angela? The Ashes. Ashes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's just like, and I'll be out. Um, with the, not even end credits, but the ending scenes, Rhino... Mr. Fierce. Um, I really don't know who he was, but they said his name. <sighs> Them teasing the vulture, Dr. Octopus, Rhino. It was getting good. It was yeah. getting really good, and a third one was needed. They should have made a third one. Simple and plain. They, they Sony, dropped the ball. And the simple is that, and for that, I had to dislike it. And for that, it's not the movie's fault, but it's going to get taken down a notch because of that. Because they were setting up for a better movie the third go-round. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, there's that. But those are my dislikes. What do you got? Okay. My dislikes. Eels. The electric eels. He falls into a tank of electric eels, and he gets electric powers. He doesn't get eel powers. I don't know how Electro gets his powers in the comics. To be fair, I don't remember. But Spider-Man gets bitten by a radioactive spider, turns into a spider, gets spider powers. Electro, he was bitten by those electric eels. Like they made a point of showing at least one of them biting him. He doesn't get eel. They all bit him. He doesn't get eel powers unless the only power the eels. I know the only power that the eels would give him probably is electricity. He wasn't like swimming. He didn't get like slimy. He just had like electricity. I just thought it was weird that his eels. Are they radioactive eels? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Because they are at Oscorp. That's the only thing. Because yeah, because the only thing they showed them doing was like swimming around in a tank, and they were probably like collecting electricity or whatever. And they were talking about like elect energy sources and shit. So probably that. But I just didn't get why they. I know the eel is the only animal, and they said that they were doing like animal cross experimentation. Right. But I feel like it didn't have to be eels. It could have been like I don't know, a power cell or some shit. I don't know. I thought the eels thing was weird. Um, to go off what you said at the end, loose ends. The as I was a like, but I'm also gonna throw it in the dislikes. The Doc Ock tease, the Vulture tease. The goblin glider, the rhino suit. There were, they didn't show what was in all six of those compartments, but they were numbered. Those compartments went up to, that we saw, went up to number six. Mm. The Sinister Six, also Mm. like Insidious Six, is like a thing in Spider Man. Like six of his villains team up at any given moment and decide to fuck with him. Mm. In the show, I think it was. Doc Ock, Electro, Chameleon, Mysterio, 
I want to say Rhino and the Shocker. And I think there might have been other versions where, like, different characters were in it in the show between whether it being Sinister or Insidious or whatever, because I think Doc Ock's version was the Insidious 6. But I thought that was a cool thing that they were going to, like, tease and then build up to, and then they didn't make a third movie. So Loose Ends and Sony dropping the ball on the franchise. Also, Sony continuing what they did with Spider-Man 3, just, like, trying to put a lot into a movie. Right. Which will lead into my next like dislike. Harry comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. In the last trilogy, Harry was there from the start, so we got to see him. We got to see him develop. We got to see everything happen. And this one, we're like, oh hey, Harry Osborne exists now. His dad's dead, and he's in control of the company. Like that part would have been if they just written that until the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then you know made the third one and had him not show up as much. But this one, he was in there he was a plot point he was in trailers he was in a lot of stuff for this movie and he didn't uh, he kind of didn't need to be in my opinion because like they if they wanted to kill Gwen off they could have done it with Electro they because after the Electro fight everything was fine they could have had the fight go worse and have her die there rather than okay fight's over round two bitch here comes the fucking goblin like in- instantly mm-hmm. and it makes sense because they were working together but I feel well, why like why didn't he show up sooner exactly yeah if you really wanted it to happen why didn't I mean they did it in fucking Spider-Man 3 mm-hmm. Venom and Sandman teamed up from the start and they were like let's fight him together we both want the same thing let's actually team up instead of hey dummy you go get him and if there's anything left I'll show up <laughs> I mean that's I mean a lot of Facts. villains a lot of villains do that shit when they're like okay here's my flunky I'll send the idiot goon after him first and then if there's anything to mop up which there always will be right. I'll get my ass kicked after he does but I mean think about it. Electro Electro's the final boss not Harry because Harry didn't know what the fuck he was doing you'd think same I agree with you 100% yeah because if, if Spider-Man wasn't trying to keep Gwen alive that would have been a very different fight. Yeah, it would have been he was way playing easier. because he was already hurt, and then he was playing defense the whole time. That's exactly what he was doing. Yeah, because he was he was holding the one gear with his foot, then he was holding Harry back, then he was he had his other hand holding the web with one on it. So he literally was fighting him one handed for a good a good portion of the fight. Yeah, yeah he, that would have been a different fight altogether. Absolutely. So agreed. You could have gotten let's say let's say Electro kills Gwen. And then the goblin shows up. Spider-Man would have just went ape shit on him. Yes. And I would have loved to have seen but, that. But like you said. But I feel like he didn't even need to show up at, at all. Like as the goblin. If they were going to do the Green Goblin, they could have done it in the next movie had it existed. Because the Green Goblin's a big Spider-Man villain. Mm-hmm. And granted, the first movie did him, like the first Spider-Man movie did him, you felt his presence in the rest of that trilogy. Yes. And he was also done, I think he was done pretty well by Willem Dafoe when he played a great, crazy fucking person. Yes. And then I feel like the character got kind of rushed. Harry was kind of rushed, and then the Green Goblin was kind of rushed. So I thought that was that's a dislike for me. Yeah, because the suit came from out of nowhere. It was in, like, some blueprints he was looking up. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, hey, I took the injection. It's right there as I'm crawling on the floor dying. Yeah, it was kind of rushed. Yeah. It's just tough. And like you said, like you said, William Defoe, he was built up as a crazy person. Yeah. This kid was like shunned his whole life. Okay, got it. 
But then when he's with Peter, when he's with Peter, he seemed like a normal kid who's just like misunderstood. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I kind of like this kid. Like I see why he would be okay to talk to or whatever. Why he'd be friends with Peter Parker. Yeah. Makes sense. But then all of a sudden he's fucking going crazy yeah. and everything because like, they they did it the same way. To be fair, they did it the same way they did it with Harry in the second Spider-Man movie, I think, is where it happened. It's like, oh, you know Spider-Man. You take his pictures. Mm-hmm. You can get him for me. Or, like, you can talk to him for me. Right. He's like, oh, no, we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. I don't know him. I don't know him. Right. And then Harry's, and then in this one, Harry's like, oh, you take his pictures. You're him. Mm-hmm. Like, he immediately, like, went right to it. Because at the end, when he showed up, and Peter was in his full-on fucking Spider-Man suit, he was like, Peter! I'm here, and it was like Harry, and they're like, "Oh, well, they know." They know well, each other. Well, he knew because of Gwen. Yeah, but like they put it. He puts it together like in a like movie, super quick, yeah. instantly. Yeah, not even a movie, like five minutes. Yeah, like I'm like within the like, same movie, he shows up. If she's here. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I just yeah. he was rushed. You said it, and I agree. He was rushed. Um, that's kind of it. Those are, I think those are my main dislikes. The Harry was rushed, a lot of loose ends because again they thought they were going to make another one, and I feel like they should have. But agreed. Apparently, someone somewhere didn't like Andrew Garfield's work ethic. Thought he did a fine job. I guess. I read a thing say, stating that they were going to make a third one, and on the pitch he was either jet lagged or hungover or both, and either showed up late or in his time at the meeting they're like, oh, we don't want to work with this guy. Right. Did you not see the last two? Because he is not the problem. To be fair, besides Harry, there was really no problem. Honestly, yeah, I agree. So, and I mean, I'll agree with what you said about the whole romance thing, mm-hmm. the the will they won't they thing, and then just a killer. Yeah. Because like, because like, I guess that really does like get you because they're oh that they finally decided you know whatever happens they're gonna be happy. Because he was gonna go to England. Yeah, and then he's like, nope, she's dead. You don't get to be happy, Spider-Man, because that's just kind of what happens with Spider-Man. He just never really gets to be happy for long. He doesn't. So, I guess it kind of fits, but also it made me sad. So, to have all the, like, the romantic, oh, him, they had that long scene outside the restaurant, and, yeah, there was, yeah, there was a lot of, like, the will they won't they (laughs) stuff. So, yeah. It's like, we got it. Like, honestly, as if I'm watching a movie... When, when my girlfriend came and watched the movie, when we got pizza, it was a lot of them. Yep. Not a lot of Spider-Man. And if I was her, I'd be like, are you guys watching a rom-com? Yeah. Because, like, literally I paused it on a scene of Gwen laughing maniacally. And it's like. <laughs> you had to pause it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, he's oh like, oh, my. that's so cute. I was, it's adorable, blah, blah. And I was just like. Are we watching a rom-com? <laughs> and then Electro shows up, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, we're back, we're back, okay, guys. Okay, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, those same. are my dislikes. Okay, let's do Slushy Meter. Okay. I'll let you go first, because i got to think. Okay. I'm going to go... I'm going to give this a 3.75. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, it is not a terrible movie yeah. by any stretch of the imagination to me. But I gave the first Amazing Spider-Man a 5. 
Did we? I did. What did I give it? I don't remember. Not either. Maybe, maybe a four, a four or something. Yeah. I definitely gave it a five because I still think that might be my favorite Spider-Man movie. Fair. Um, at least until we watch Far From Home again because yeah. that's I've only seen that one one time. Fair. Um, but yeah, I'd give this one a 3.75 to a four somewhere yeah. in there, but I gotta, I'll got i base it at 3.75 because... Well, uh, Do it. It's a four. Fuck it. If I'm willing to say 3.75 to four, I'll give it a four because I loved. Okay, the opening of this movie alone set me up for enjoyment. Facts. Um, and it got a little bogged down with the romance angle and the Harry stuff. But other than that, like his fights with Electro were good. Spider-Man himself was awesome. Spider-Man didn't have any bad scenes. No, Spider-Man was not the problem in this movie. Andrew no. Garfield's not the problem in this movie. And if anything, fuck it, I'll give this movie a four just on my defense of Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Facts. I will die on this hill. Same. Any problems people have with these movies is not... For me, it's not him. <clears throat> and, if, and if anyone wants to start it, you know where to find me. slash. It's just a Word document. <laughs> <laughs> Even for the internet. It was. It's a bit much. It was a bit. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it two scores. Ooh. My first score is my biased opinion. It's a one. Uh, Gwen dies. <laughs> That's it. Damn. Yes. But, if I'm being fair and judging the movie... Um, I'll give it a four. Okay. I'll give it a four. It wasn't perfect. Harry, kind of whatever. It's a little bit longer. But other than that, and, and, and you can still sit through it. Like, we sat through it. It was fine. But there was a lot of satisfying things. There was a lot of satisfying buildup for a third one, which never happened. And so that kind of that kind of tips the scale. But I wanted on record to note I gave it a one because Gwen died. <laughs> If Emma Stone had, she hit But so only because hard, of that. She hit so hard. Only because of that. That's it. Honestly, if she was alive and well and happy and just her just bright self, just she's adorable. If she was just there, I would give it a five. Maybe a four and a half. <laughs> but, I, but, yeah. So, four. I got to give it a four. It's the same for nice. me. I think I gave the first one a four and a half, so this is a four. This is this is fine. This is fine. So, all right. With that being said, uh, oh, you miss anything? What? I will note one thing mm-hmm. that this uh, Mr. Fierce, yeah, his first appearance was in a novel called Spider-Man: The Gathering of the Sinister Six. That's what I thought. So they were definitely gearing up for that in the next, yeah, in the next when, one. When you we got it up, robbed. Absolutely. We got fucking robbed. Same. Uh, yeah, when you said something about Sinister Six, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's the main guy. Because I looked him up. I looked up the end credit scene for the first one. Mm. And I kind of was. It didn't say Sinister Six, but I was like, this guy is a big deal from what it seems like. So, yeah. That's fair. Also, I looked up Electro, how Electro got his powers. Not by Eos. I didn't think so. He got hit with lightning. And instead of killing him, it changed his nervous system. And um, 
Yeah. He was... He was struck by lightning while holding live high-tension wires mm. in a wound reel of one-inch cable, granting him superhuman powers. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be fair, I guess, let's say it was radioactive eels. Let's say radioactive. Regular eels. doesn't matter. But he <clears> was <throat> holding that wire, to be fair. Yes, he was. That's the only thing I can think of how they got that to that. Yeah. was Because I was like... Because I was trying to figure out how he got his powers, too, because I totally forgot about the eels until I saw him. And I was like, oh, maybe. And I was like, no, no, this has nothing to do with it. Then when I saw he climbed up on that rail, and then I was watching him as he fell down, he was still holding on to the orange part. Mm-hmm. And that was the part that he had to connect it. And I was like, ah, okay. That makes a little sense to me. But also, the eels probably shouldn't have been involved, yeah. to be fair. I'm just going to say they were radioactive mm-hmm. to give... So I, I don't care really, honestly. Because here's my thing. This is this is the reason why. Like when you said that, I had thought about it before. Like when you said that was like your dislike, mm-hmm. I had thought about it before, and I'm like, I don't care how people get their powers. Why? Because it's a comic book, and these people get powers off of the craziest of things. That's fair. And so to me, I'm like. Should I root it in reality or just keep it in a comic book level? Because what they, I don't know if you noticed, but what they tried to do with the radioactive spiders was that Peter Parker is the only person who could become Spider-Man. Yeah. Because. Because Richard Parker put his, like, his blood. bloodline in it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's awfully convenient. Yeah. But also, okay, fine. I'll take that. Yeah. But then no one else can be Spider-Man? Like, that's not, weird. Not by that measure, at least. Yeah. So. And also, that's why Norman Osborn couldn't get cured by it. Same. And, and so, I, when I think about different cartoon, not cartoon characters, but comic book characters and villains and even heroes, I'm like, so you fell into a vast, uh, vat of acid, eyes first, and you became a joker. Because <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, he falls into a vat of chemicals. Yeah. The scarecrow creates mustard gas, maybe? Some fear so, gas. Yeah, and that's... How he does it. And then, like, in the show Gotham, he's actually a product of his gas. Yeah. But he controls it somehow. Or if you're the penguin, you're just a Gotham. You're a guy with a limp. Or you're a short, fat guy with a thing for umbrellas. The trash, man. And top hats. Yes, or you're you're just Danny DeVito (laughs) with an umbrella. Yes. So it's like, mm, I'll give him a little leeway, but I get why. Again, I understand. Like the whole the whole too long thing and the romance thing, I'm like, okay, I can get why people don't like this part of it. But to talk about him as Spider Man, you're wrong. Yeah. That's it. I will I will fight to defend his honor any day of the week. And also, just so I can put it on record, I asked Chris this. Oh no. In all the movies you've ever seen oh. with Batman in him. <laughs> Has Batman ever been your favorite person in the show, in the movie, in his own movies? No. And the answer is no. No. The answer is never no. Because also, there's been a fucking animated movie where Batman teams up with the Ninja Turtles. Guess who I tuned in to see? <laughs> Master Splinter. 
over Batman. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> because as much as I do enjoy Batman, it had the fucking Ninja Turtles in it. Turtles. So was, come on, man. He's at least fifth in line. Oh, yeah, at least. At least. At the very least, yeah. Or at best, I should say. At best, fifth in line. Yes, yes. Same. Yeah. Agreed. The, I agree with that. Best he's, actually, no, the best he's going to do is sixth after the, the Shredder. Yeah, the Shredder. shredder after yeah. all the Turtles and the Shredder. I like Splinter. I like Cartoon Splinter. I like I like Splinter too. So yeah, he's at least he's at best seventh place. <laughs> he gets good lower and lower. He's, he's not doing any better because his own villains are in it. So he's who? even he's even moved down even further. Ah, uh, okay. I about to say who were the villains in that? Ah, uh, in that one, the should I forget who does it? Well, not his villains. What about the turtles' villains? Do they have villains in that one? I, that's what I'm trying to remember. In oh. the movie, thing was different than the comics, but mm. like all like most of Batman's villains get mutated. Mm. Was Rock City and Bebop in it? No, because they were Whoa, in Gotham. Because I was about to say they were in Gotham. What? Batman, you have you have slowly descended to nine at this point. <laughs> he, exactly, he's not doing better. Because in the movie thing, it's there. Also, in the first comic thing, it all takes place in Gotham, mm. and the Arkham inmates, like so all Batman's villains, get mutated. Like Penguin gets turned into a fucking penguin. Mister Freeze is like a big fucking polar bear with his fucking freeze mm. ray. The Joker. I think was like a cobra because he was like, "Oh, I have cobra venom." He's like, "Now I have Joker venom and my own venom." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I think Harley was a hyena. That's fair. Um, she did have the hyena. Yeah, I forget what else. I forget what all the, the other ones were. Hyena out of nowhere. But yeah, like they were just Batman wasn't wasn't not the best. His villains are always cooler than he is every time. Always, even every in even in the time. even in fucking Batman Begins. Yeah, because at least had the scarecrow. Scarecrow, sweet. Uh, Raz Al Ghul and Rachel, yeah, Raz Raish, however you want to call him, Al Ghul. Oh yeah, Raish was is just that. like Batman's. He's not they lame. Had fucking Qui Gon Jinn in that movie. You yeah. think I'm a big Batman? Yeah, you can get the fuck out of here. Because I mean, as much as we talk shit about Batman, Batman's not lame, but there's like always someone cooler than him somehow. Same. Also, Sarah Zawa was in that movie too. So yes, he was. Batman, you're three. <laughs> And Michael Caine. Michael Caine, yes. And Morgan Freeman. Yes. Honestly, for me, Batman Begins, <laughs> Michael Caine, I think, was number one. You're fifth in your own movie. That exactly. Sucks. That sucks. And Batman and Robin, Mr. Freeze had top billing. <laughs> Arnold had top billing. And also, he had all the best lines in the movie. He did. <sighs> Come on. I still stand by my statement that they were like, okay, Arnold, we need Arnold to be good in this movie, so let's only work with him, because everybody else, they're they're good actors. (laughs) And they should have worked with everyone else, too. But I also... Should have worked with fucking Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Turd. Yeah, he was was probably the worst. Batgirl was way better. Also, Uma Thurman could have used some help. Yeah, she was okay. Bane, though. Bane was good. Yeah, because he didn't have any lines. That's also fair. And he looked like a luchador. Yes. I loved it. They didn't have to worry about it. There was like, just go out there and wreck some shit up. Yeah, put on his fat suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The> safety mitts. <laughs> pull your uh, pull your tube out and you turn into Rey Mysterio. Same. Dunzo. Absolutely. Um, Plug that tube in. Well, <laughs> it's the fucking big show. Same. Um... Either way, well, with that being said, that that has been the Amazing Spider-Man's one and two. Next up, we will be reviewing the two new Spider, newest Spider-Mans, um, 
Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. Yep. Seen them both. They're great, but we're going to review it. Um, then after that, we haven't decided yet. Yeah. We got a whole other, we got a whole two movies to decide. Yeah, we got two so. movies. Technically two. We got like eight, really. But yes. <laughs> yes, two. <laughs> so, um, anything else on Amazing Spider-Man? I got nothing. I'm good. Same. I'm good as well. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Make sure you follow us on Twitter if I ever post. Make sure you follow us on Instagram if I ever post. <laughs> uh, let's also make sure you listen to us on podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. And uh, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, let's see. This has been Keith. And Chris. And we're out of here. Bye.